Welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm here again on a fabulous Family Foundation Friday with my co-host David Walls from the Family Foundation. Thanks, David. Greg, good to be with you. March 1st. It is. It is. I mean, you know, your, your parents told How's you it? this all along, <laughs> right? And now we've got kids, and I'm, I, my kids are married, and yours are growing up. It gets faster, doesn't it? It does. It flies. And now we've got the General Assembly and all that to deal with. Also, by the way, but in the, in the midst of that, yesterday... We were given an extra 24 hours, right? Leap day in the leap year. So the question that we ask is, what did you do with what God gave you? Extra 24 hours. And we've got a few suggestions, would you say, David? Yes. How to, how to wisely use their time, yeah. as, the, as the word says. Count your, count your uh, time and make sure good use of it. So with that said, wrapping up the ninth week of the General Assembly, coming down the stretch run, there's a lot going on, right? What what are the big things on on your plate and the family foundation's plate, David? Well, it is uh, it's crunch time. Yeah. Uh, there's a you know you and I have been breaking down and talking about a, a lot of different bills, uh, different issues. You know, ultimately we're seeking to just um, you know encourage uh, public policy that honors the Lord, to encourage Christians to engage as salt and light, and so thankful for those that continue to engage. But there's really some important issues. And this week was a, a man, a busy, busy week. Thankful we yeah. had those extra twenty-four hours. <laughs> yeah. Would have ran out of time otherwise. <laughs> right, uh, that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. Um, but we, uh, Greg, we had two really, uh, really encouraging hearings on, on on key bills that you and I have talked a little bit about mm -hmm. that uh, I want to share some about. So one of them was uh, a bill that is a Senate Bill One Forty Seven which is a, deal, uh, a bill by Senator Lindsey Tishner, uh, so, uh, similar uh, to a bill that she worked on last session that would protect children and really all Kentucky communities from yes. adult-oriented businesses yeah. and, and sexualized performances. So schools and otherwise. It's yes. not just in schools. It includes that, but right. it's otherwise, right? Yes. Yeah. And so that bill was heard um, actually on, on Thursday, and uh, uh, I was actually able to, to testify, um, thankful for the opportunity to testify in support of that bill. But what it would do is set a uh, essentially a baseline of protections across the state, Greg, important statewide framework of regulations that would say that adult-oriented businesses can't be essentially within a, a city block distance of places where children would gather, okay. whether that be churches, education-related establishments, parks, other things. Residential? Um, I think it is. That I, I believe there's some residential areas that, uh, where you have uh, um, in there. Certainly, yeah. as it relates to the context of schools and some of there's some right. language in there about um, if there's uh, you know children meeting and and uh, schools that meet at home. Uh, really, really strong, uh, strong bill, important issue. And then uh, you know a lot of the conversation you may have heard the way the media talks about it <laughs> is uh, calling it the 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 drag bill, yeah. and it does address that. And, and what it does is look, we, we have continued to be very very concerned about the targeted, and, and it's very clear, hyper sexualized yeah. drag performances that are sometimes being done on public property that are being marketed towards children. Yes. I mean that's that's yes. just a fact. It's going on, and in fact, it's the, the those that are promoting that are proud proud of those facts. Yes, in fact, yes. one of the organizations here in Kentucky, their mission statement makes it clear their target audience is, is children. Yes. Um, and so, what this bill would do in that regard, Greg, is say that um, those types of if they're you know essentially sexually explicit, um, they cannot happen on public property. 
Okay. And so I, I think, I mean, does it get any more common sense? No, no. <laughs> than that? So it doesn't say you can't do it. Right. But it says you can't do it in a place where kids are going to be there right. and vulnerable. Right. In essence. Now right. that's a, that's a yeah. broad right. uh, description right. of it. Yeah. But the sexually explicit content and all that is defined in the bill as you and I very, talked about so yeah. that we can make it very clear. Um, it got a hearing. It passed out of the committee, right? Yeah, it did. So now it's eligible to, to, to be voted on by the full Senate. Like I said, there was a there was a, a little bit more limited version of this bill that Senator Tishner uh, worked on last session that did pass the Senate. Mm -hmm. So I'm hopeful that the, the uh, you know have every reason to believe that there's uh, the votes there to pass in mm -hmm. the Senate. But we're going to have to get it moving in the in the yeah. House. And I don't want to get ahead of us, but um, that's one of those issues that we can get across the finish line. Yeah put a baseline of protections across the state. Many other states have done this. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, in fact, as I said in my testimony, I mean, I, I honestly think if you ask a lot of Kentuckians, they would probably think there were some regulations related yeah. to this already. Why isn't that already here, right? And, and there's not yeah, statewide. Yeah. And again, what's also important with this bill is it wouldn't prevent a local government, county, from, from having even stronger, uh, you know, uh, requirements and restrictions yeah. and protections. Yeah. Sure. But, Greg, as you and I know, look, Government has a moral obligation, duty to protect Kentuckians from the adverse effects that are well established when it relates to sexually explicit businesses and performances. Of any kind. Yeah, of we're, any we're talking kind. about. Right. I mean, it's associated with sexual exploitation, human trafficking, right. you know, public indecency, obscenity, strip clubs, harm, harm to children. children. Right. So, really thankful that that bill uh, is moving forward in the Senate. Yeah. What now? Typically, just a little bit that that David could probably tell you more, but I know this. Typically, if they move it out of committee, they know they've got enough votes. The question is being, this is where we would ask for a call to action, listeners, call and encourage them to get that on the Senate floor. Quickly. Uh, quickly yeah. and get a, get a hearing and get a vote on that and then move to the House, as you alluded to, yeah. and we can move from there. So that's the things we're looking at in these last, this right. last month of the Assembly, right, yeah. with a lot of these. Let's encourage those who represent us. Yeah that they would stand for what we believe in and what yeah. we voted to put them in office for. Will yeah. you please get this out there? Don't be don't be fearful right. of, of how the media or others might handle that. Yeah. This is good, common sense uh, uh, bills and yeah. legislation, and it needs to be out there to help our kids right now, yeah. and that one particularly. Yeah. I know there's another one, and, and you're a good friend of mine that I do a uh, Wednesdays for Women yeah. with, Adia Wishner. Uh, the baby Olivia bill. Talk to our listeners about that a little bit. Yeah, that was heard uh, this week on Thursday as well. Right. Uh, Michael Johnson, our policy director, testified on that bill. Did just a phenomenal job. Representative Nancy Tate, who's carrying it, uh, as well as um, Representative Callaway, Emily Callaway, uh, both um, spoke and uh, kind of laid out the bill. They did a wonderful job. And I, but I'll tell you, and I, and I told uh, Representative Tate this after the hearing, as, as good as they were in laying out the bill, the most powerful part of the hearing was they played the video. Oh, that's it. Uh, I hope that, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that. If people would just see it. Now, yeah. the other side's scared to death of that right. video. Right, yeah. Because it truly shows the development of life in the womb. Yeah. And that's literally why it's yeah. called Baby Olivia, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, to remind folks, it's, it's just yeah. a simple three-minute video, scientifically accurate, that just shows uh, the development of a, of a pre-born child in the womb. And this bill would not mandate that specific video, right. but it would set that video would kind of set the parameters right. and yep. say that yep. in our schools, in sixth grade and up schools, um, could um, uh, have those videos and help teach about human development. Clarify something for me. Yeah. You said they could have. Is it saying they should have? 
if so they're it, doing it, human development, yeah, yeah, life it, it development? would require them to do that. But one of the interesting okay. thing, things, Greg, is is this fits into the human some of the human sexuality, right? Which is uh, which we relates, used to do, right, right? But it but it also provides the parental oversight, the same parental oversight and protections that we worked on on SB one fifty right. last session. Right. It fits into that. Excellent. So parents Excellent. would have to be notified they'd be able to review and if a parent opted uh, like other right. like other things in human sexuality if they didn't want their child so i mean th this bill respects parental rights and um and that was brought up in the hearing yeah. too and it was yeah. interesting to see because the pro-abortion folks were furious that this bill's moving they don't want our kids to be taught about the truth about what's what happens that, that in the there's womb, actually life right yes and uh they want to promote radical sex education yes. as we know and they used it to talk a lot about what they would like to be taught yeah. Uh, but what's interesting was, it was when it brought up that it protected, that it fell within the parental rights protections in the law, they were like, oh, well, that's a good thing. But I wasn't quite so sure that they supported those same parental rights protections <laughs> right. last session right. when yeah. we were talking about ensuring that kids aren't exposed to uh, yeah. inappropriate LGBT yeah. uh, uh, content. Maybe a little double-mindedness. Um, so uh, it was, there was some interesting uh, yeah. kind of reading behind the, the, the lines, uh, so to speak, uh, or reading between the lines, yes. I should say, yeah. some, some interesting. But very encouraged that that bill's um, got out of the uh, Senate, um, uh, I believe, Health Services Committee that, that represented Moser chairs and the committee that we were uh, uh, referencing before that was in the VMAC committee in the Senate on the on Senator Tishner's bill right. and thankful for um, the chairman, uh, Rick Girdler, Senator Girdler, on, on that. Uh, so on the House, we need the House to move quickly on on that, would, on that yes, bill, because that would still have to then go over yeah. to the Senate. And they can yeah. find that out, kykentuckyfamily.org. Right, kentuckyfamily.org. Kentucky You've got We've all got these more information yes. and, and, and action alerts where folks can take. Right. Uh, but, Greg, and don't want to steal your thunder, but it was the bill filing deadline this yes. week. So yeah, there was sure. a number of other important pro-life uh, related measures right. and some not pro-life that were filed as well. Well, and I know one of them that, that you have talked about, and again, our friend Adia has talked about, you both have talked about this, getting these ones out that really help strengthen uh, and, and work against those who will try and put exceptions in. Right. Talk about uh, HB 700, because it just came out this week, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Representative uh, Jason Nemus and I believe Nancy Tate uh, together filed that bill. That's one of the Love Them Both uh, bills right. that would uh, simply seek that, along with House Bill 467, to provide compassionate and comprehensive support uh, for nonviable pregnancies, fetal abnormalities, and those yeah. that are impacted by sexual violence. Right. It would do so in ways that completely uphold the dignity of the baby and the mother. Exactly we can right. do both. That's yep. why these bills are called Love Them Both, as opposed to what, unfortunately, the pro-abortion side is saying is we should you know, re-legalize abortion so, um, so that abortions can be committed yep. in some of these circumstances. David, my, my sister, Beth Williams, and many in this area know her because of some of the things yeah. she's involved in in this. Uh, she was born hydrocephalic, mm. and had we had the look into the womb, which yeah. is a beautiful thing, yeah. like the life development yeah. and all that, but had we had that in 1965, the way they have it now, and the uh, the opportunity legally yeah. To, yeah. To, to kill the baby, yeah. there would have been doctors, as they often do, and I wouldn't have her, and yeah. she's been one of the greatest blessings in our lives, and so that's that's very yeah. near and dear. Yeah. to our heart and many others we, right. we work with special olympics and others yeah. it's beautiful and we've got to honor and revere all life yeah, we have to and so so those two by the way that's uh, hb 700 and hb 467 these remove the exceptions so that life can be carried to the full term 
brought to birth, and then we can deal with those, those other things. But there's one on the other side of that, too, that we want people to oppose, right? I think it's a 7-Eleven. Right? Yeah, there was a, a, we've talked about some of the bills that have been filed to add exceptions or re-legalize abortion. Unfortunately, there was a, a bill filed by several Republicans at the, on the bill filing deadline yeah. that would seek to do that. That's uh, House Bill 711, and obviously just like the, the Democrat filed bills that have been filed yeah. by Democrats, yeah. were, were strongly opposed to any effort to re-legalize abortion. And that was, uh, I believe, Representative Ken Fleming. Uh, and then there were some co-authors that were uh, initially uh, signed on to that, including... One of those right here in our listing audience. Yeah, Representative um, Timoney, yep. Killian Timoney yep. here. And look, I know these are um, um, these are hard issues, you know, easy. when, when you're yeah. talking about, but... Uh, we but the have, truth is clear. The truth is does clear. It, does it and muddy we, the truth, uh, really? We, we've no. got to be consistent. And so in the same way that, you know, we were strongly opposed by the, by the other bills... Uh, you know, we, we encourage everyone to, to encourage our legislators to stand firm and consistent for life. Yes. And so oppose House Bill HB 711. Yes. Call when you, when you do that and oppose that one so that we don't have these exceptions. Now, there's a few other calls to action. I know you talked about uh, HB 442, Representative James Tipton, the churches and taxation. Yeah. Right? Several bills that we, we've got to get moving and we need yes. uh, more f calls and engagement. Uh, yeah. House Bill 442 that would protect uh, uh, churches as relates to taxation. Yeah. Uh, House Bill 47, the update to our Religious Freedom Restoration Act, ready to be voted on in the House floor. We need that. And then House Bill 304 by Representative Shane Baker to protect parental rights. Now is the time to be yeah. contacting yeah. your don't, don't wait. we got a month. Let's make sure this happens. Uh, you can call the Kentucky uh, Legislative Message Line as well, 800-372-7181. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day, and God bless in the love and worship of Christ. Stay tuned at 1245 for Hope is Here. I'm Greg Williams with co-host David Walls, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.